This is the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast Breakdown. I'm Scott Evans. He's Nick Lawson. What's going on, man? You know, I'm good. I'm just messing with you. I'm good, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, the breakdown episodes, we are going to take a look at uh, one particular topic uh, and break it down in depth. Uh, and usually it's going to be something in the past, like, uh, eventually we're going to finally get to the 2010 red season. We've been talking about for, uh, weeks now, but I wanted to call an audible because this one is, I think topic a on the internet, uh, it's driving me crazy. And I, I really hate, uh, you know, nitpicking lineups, but it's called for after what we've seen the last week, since they've come back from COVID, we are going to break down the Reds lineup and how each of the star players uh, and no offense to the ones that aren't stars yet, but uh, you don't, you don't earn a lineup uh, until you played a few years and, and Shogo might be the one exception uh, to that, but uh, just based off of what he did in Japan uh, as much, as much way as you can take that. It's kind of like a double a triple a level uh, from, from what I've read. So, I mean, he's kind of an unknown, but the, the you guys like Vado Castellanos, uh, Suarez, even Winker, uh, they all have uh, track records you can look at and see if you're going to place them in this in this part of the order. Do they do well? And unfortunately, most of the time for where David or yeah, David Bell, I, I keep wanting to call him Brian Price. Uh, <laughs> David Bell is putting him in the putting the players in the lineup. It's not where they can, based on their history, can uh, do their best work for whatever reason. I've never played uh, professional baseball, so I don't know the reason. I do have a kind of a uh, philosophy on some of the players uh, that we can get into uh, on this show, but but yeah, this is going to be kind of a vent rant episode, and um, who knows, maybe we'll go on a 15-game winning streak with this lineup, and we'll look, look like idiots in two weeks, but it's not looking so, so far. So, uh, of course, uh, since I came back from COVID, uh, Brian, there I go again, David Bell, (laughs) almost called him Brian, Brian Bell, uh, has been, uh, hitting David price again, if you want, (laughs) Uh, I don't want to do that to the pitcher though. I know you don't want to insult him, insult the guy, (laughs) right? But he's been having Joey Votto, uh, lead off now. In theory, that sounds like a good idea. Votto's probably going to go down as one of the all-time leaders in baseball and on-base percentage. Uh, he's never been a speed demon, even in his younger days. Uh, but, I mean, that, that's nobody is in baseball anymore, uh, except for the rare exceptions. Uh, so, I mean, no one's going to steal 80 bases. Uh, Billy Hamilton uh, had potential to be that guy, but couldn't get on base. And... Yes. Yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, you know, I get baseball cards and I'm going through these and I'm looking at Vince Coleman and, and Ricky Anderson and Tim Raines and these guys that stole 70, 80 bases a season and more. And I, you can't find a guy like that no more. There's nobody no. that's going to do it. No, and, Nobody and, runs it anymore. And, and managers don't want to run. No, they don't. They don't take the risk getting thrown out. No. So anyway, uh, but Votto... He's played 23 games uh, leading off. I think the majority of those are uh, most likely. Uh, yep, most of those are with uh, David Bell. One game in 2008, uh, Votto led off, went one for four. 
Uh, last year, leading off, uh, nine for 56 for a 161 batting average. And then this year, since uh, he's been leading off in the seven games uh, going into tonight, three for 25 for a 120 batting average. And uh, any time he's, he's been uh, hitting in that leadoff spot, you can't really count 2008. That was one game. Last year was 15 games. It didn't work. He uh, got on base at a 288 clip, uh, 214 clip so far this year. That is not Joey Votto, and I think I know part of the reason why. And uh, if you go back a couple of weeks ago to the game where he got the uh, walk-off uh, double, yeah, what was he doing uh, in the batter's box? He was studying the pitcher. He was looking through charts in that case. And if you're leading off the game, you cannot uh, – you, you, you can't just sit in the batter's box. And I've seen Votto do this at games I've been to. He'll uh, stand there, look, and uh, and will concentrate, take practice swings, see how the see the pitcher's uh, sequencing, see the pitcher's delivery, try to get a good look. And batting uh, first, you just don't uh, get a good view of that. And even batting second, uh, he struggled a little bit more, but... Uh, but batting third is where he's done his best in his career. But batting first, it's not a good idea. 23 games, uh, 24 going in tonight. His batting average, 153 in the leadoff spot. I don't know what kind of analytics uh, David Price, David Bell is using. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. Uh, but batting first is not for Votto. Batting second, he's done that in 271 games uh 10 games with dusty baker uh did it pretty much at least once per year uh, at least nine times per year with uh brian price and then last year primarily hit in second and didn't have great numbers 276 369 432 i mean those are good numbers but they're not um they're not joey Votto numbers this year though when he was hitting second in the nine games he hit second I don't know why you would change this. I know he started to struggle a little bit, but here, here's his numbers for this year. 273, 400, 545 for a 945 OPS. Yeah, I, I look at the past leadoff hitters we've had, and, you know, like you're Corey Patterson. I hate to bring him up, but Corey Patterson, there's right. Tony Womack as well. And then Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton was leading off because he had speed. He was supposed to get on base, and he had the speed. Joey Votto don't have the speed. Joey yeah. Votto has the eye at the plate, and the eye at the plate cannot be leading off the way he yeah. is right now. I mean, looking at his stats, uh, when he said second or third, third is, third is where his best stats are. Of course, he did that for the prime majority of his career. Uh, batting second, I, if, if he finishes his career hitting 289, 404-404, uh, that's going to be a Hall of Fame career uh, taken in totality. Uh, if if uh, he hits 153, that could hurt him. Maybe uh, David Bell doesn't want to see Joey Votto in the Hall of Fame. Maybe he's trying to, to sabotage his career. I, I completely joke about that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it's mind-boggling why Joey Votto is hitting first. I mean, looking further down in the lineup, um, batting fourth, he's only done that in 29 games. Uh, 284, 411 on base percentage. Most of that was done early in his career. Did one game last year and actually was over four. So probably not. He's not a, he's definitely not a cleanup hitter, at least in the traditional sense. Uh, he did bat 67 times hitting seventh. I'm guessing that was in 2007 and 2008, uh, when he first got broke into the league, 
Uh, did well there, but of course that's younger numbers. Uh, don't bat him ninth either. <laughs> he's yeah. uh, he's batted ninth in twenty nine games. Surprisingly enough, I got to see what years those were. He did those uh, actually almost every single year of her, his career. He has hit ninth at least once. I'm guessing those are pinch. Yeah, those are all pinch hitting, uh, pinch hitting spots. So. As a pinch hitter in the ninth uh, spot, he's 226 with a 400 on base percentage um, in 29 games and 40 plate appearances. I wonder where he batted in, in the minors. In what position? Uh, that's, those stats I don't think they keep. Uh, it, it's very that difficult. Would, that, would be, to, that would be interesting. That would be interesting to see numbers that he had in the minors where he was batting either lead off or batting right. ninth or whatever. But regardless, he should be either hitting second or third, probably second just because of another guy. Where, well, we can just go ahead and talk about him now. Uh, I think he's actually hitting third lately. In, in, um, no, he's been hitting fourth, and that's uh, Suarez, but he's starting to turn it on. But Suarez uh, is has had his best uh, career hitting third, uh, pulling up uh, his – Splits now, but uh, I mean, last year he was just amazing at, at hitting third in the lineup. Of course, he didn't have the injury in the off season, so that could explain some of his slow s- slow start. Because while other guys uh, during the lockdown shutdown were going out into the desert, throwing, going out to uh, local parks, I, I think he was probably uh, just resting his arm, spending time with his family. Um, so that, that could explain some of his slow start. But, uh, yeah, Suarez, he's pretty balanced wherever you hit him in the lineup. Uh, don't have him lead off. He's only done it in four games, but he's hitting 250. Uh, batting second. I, w- I, would take, I would take 250 right now. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, as far as where he's, he's excelled is, is batting third. He has a 270 batting average, 916 OPS. Batting fourth, not too bad, but his average drops down to 248. Uh, OPS down to 813. So I, I think you need him as your third hitter. Maybe that moves Votto into the second, batting into the second spot. But uh, so this one, I, I guess I kind of have to give David Bell a little bit of credit, but uh, he's been batting him in the fourth spot, at least in uh, a couple of games. I, I don't know if he's moved him up or not. I, I know Winker he has in the third spot. Uh, Winker, though, uh, I was looking at uh, his numbers earlier today and uh, he really should be the leadoff hitter, if if not him, Shogo. It should be the between the two of them. Uh, Winker splits at, at leadoff are what you'd expect out of a leadoff hitter. Yeah, I, I mean, there are two lefties right there. Yeah, I mean, and I, I wouldn't mind having a le- having a lefty leadoff hitter. Always throws off the left-handed pitcher. Yeah, here, here's Winker's uh, stats at leadoff. He's done it in 88 games. 377 plate appearances, so it's not a small sample size. And uh, 276, 370 with a 451 slugging for an 821 OPS. That that should be that should be where he hits. Uh, there's nobody else uh, better better than that on this team in the leadoff spot throughout their history. Yeah. Well, did, didn't Veda Pinson lead off? And you know, Pete Rose is a leadoff hitter as well. Right. I mean, he, I mean, I mean, Winker, I don't think we're going to find another Pete Rose type hitter. In, I mean, Winker, he's only been out of, uh, you know, uh, David Bell saying, no, we can't, we got to keep giving these guys chances, let them play through it. 
Uh, Winkers let off two games this year. Did not do well, but that was before he turned it on. Now, granted, they moved him down the lineup, and that may have helped. But last year in 42 games, Winker hit 303, 387, 559. A year before that, uh, he uh, let off in 35 games, hit 265, 373, and 346. So I don't think, uh, based off the history of their performance, there's a better leadoff hitter right now on this team than Jesse Winker. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got it. Obviously, he's done it before, and he knows what he's doing up there. Um, I, I I would say Jesse Winker is a type of player. He's a, he takes his pitches. He's kind of like a Votto type hitter um, because he had more walks and strikeouts in this last couple of years. Um, I know, like this year, he's been just trying to make contact, and then he was he was really sloppy at first, and he kind of picked up on it, and he's gotten into a groove, and he's been really hitting the ball very well. I think he, I'm, I think you're right. I think he should be leading off right now. Right, and the guy that they have hitting second, who was on a tear, and ever since it seems like ever since they moved him to the two hole, he's cooled off greatly, and that is uh, Nick Castellanos uh, hitting second this year. He is 206, 299, 500. Now, for his career, it's not too bad numbers for, for hitting second, 271, 326, 504. Uh, but Vado is where I put him. Batting fourth, though, in uh, his career, he's 318, 368, 526 for an 895 uh, OPS. Uh, this year, batting fourth, uh, he's only done it in three games. He's hitting 300. 462, 400 slugging with uh, two RBI in in the limited at-bats and plate appearances. So, again, it, the lineup construction, I know you'd have uh, Castellanos as a left-hander, correct? Yeah, I mean. No, I no, know. I'm sorry, he bats right. So, I mean, you'd even have the left-right thing. You'd have, uh, well, no, you'd have uh, Suarez batting third, so he's right-handed. Forgive us, I, I haven't been writing any of this down. <laughs> So I'm going off memory, but uh, so, I mean, that would still kind of work because for whatever reason, uh, having two right-handed batters has never looked on as bad. Uh, the two left-handers, they try to avoid it unless they're stacking up against uh, a righty. I remember one game, the Reds were playing the Indians. It was one of the rebuild years, I believe. And uh, I can't remember if it was before 2010 or that, that years of re- those years of rebuilding or, after 2016, but uh, anyway, uh, there's a righty on for the Reds. The Indians came in. Eight of their nine uh, hitters were left-handed. That's awesome. <laughs> from, coming from a lefty. <laughs> but so, yeah, so Nick Castellanos, I would have hitting fourth. Uh, he's done well with it this year and uh, in limited appearances and through his career, uh, he's hit fourth, and and he has. I know it goes against the saber metrics, but the saber metrics are not working for the Reds. No, they they need no. to take they need need to take a sledgehammer, swing back, and break every computer in their analytics department if this is the results we're getting. Right? Yeah, I mean, I they need to go look at the numbers. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. It's, analytics is is just absolutely terrible, and it, it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do anything for Reds fans at all. No, and I mean, it has its place, uh, especially when evaluating talent. But how how you uh, it takes away from the psychology of of playing games and and the pressure that gets put on players, and every player is different. The Reds even had, or at least they did have, a uh, 
sports psychologists on staff and to uh, kind of deal with these issues. And I mean, look at Trevor Bauer. He get, he he has to measure his blood to see how he's going to perform. I mean, it sounds crazy, but that's that's what he does in order to know. I think he does it to try to figure out how he's going to have to adjust that day and uh, see what the results are. And there's science behind it. Uh, so uh, it's got to be a mix of analytics and and actual, uh, I want to say gut feeling, plus, uh, plus uh, just the player psychology when you're putting them in positions uh, to succeed is, is what the manager should do. I, I don't want to throw all the blame on uh, David Bell. I mean, the players have to go out there and perform. Uh, but it's his job to put them in the best position for them to uh, do their jobs and do it well. Yeah, and and uh, I'm just trying to figure out. You know, there is there's got to be a method to David Bell madness when it comes to making these lineups because he's basically putting the same lineup out there. Oh, right and, and yeah, and and uh, another guy, Mike Mustakis. Uh, if you look at his stats, he has always batted fifth or sixth and done the and done the best. Batting fifth, he hits two seventy five, three thirty one, and four sixty four so far this year. Now he's been out a few games. Uh, he sits, he's uh, hit fifth in seven games, two sixty three, four hundred, four seventy four. The average is down a little bit, but the on base percentage is up uh, based on the how the rest of the team is doing. If you put these guys in these places. Uh, in the lineup where they've had success in the past, uh, it, it seems to work. So batting second, I don't think he's bat second any any time this year. Uh, so and, and with the, and with Suarez, with uh, Castellanos and Vado, I don't see that happening. Uh, batting third, which I could see David Bell putting him there, and he has in one game. Uh, he's not been good this, in his career. He's hitting two thirty four. 299 464 in the in the three hole in 157 games. Don't hit him third <laughs> unless you absolutely have to. And in a 60 game season there should not the five starters should be in there almost every game unless they're out for injury, illness or just a day off uh, from time to time if there's a long stretch of games. Now, I mean, do we have uh, any? What's the splits on Freddie Galvis and his and his spots? Yeah, yeah Galvis. Uh, I didn't look at him too much because I don't think of him as a hitter. But uh, let's let's see. Watch watch him be a leadoff. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, let's see his. Split. I want to say I, w- I want to say he led off in Philadelphia, but I could be wrong. He could have. Let's look at his career. He's been playing for quite a while. Um, yeah, I like the fact he's a switch hitter. Yep. So he's he's uh, let off in 55 games, 248, 277, 329. I mean, it's better than what we've had, but it's definitely not uh the the best option on the team. Uh looking at Galvis, he hits well in the 6, 7, 8th uh position in batting in the batting order, pretty much the same, 295, 295, 296. Uh batting 8th, he actually has a 429 uh, slugging, uh, two ninety six. I wait. Two ninety six is the on base percentage. Sorry, uh, that's still his best uh, position, though. He's not a good hitter. Um, I mean, he's not. He's not an awful hitter in those spots, but uh, especially for a sixth, seventh, eighth hitter. So for him, I'd probably bat him seventh or eighth, uh, depending on the on the rest of the lineup. Uh, definitely don't. Oddly enough, batting second. 
it's probably his best on base percentage, but uh, he's definitely not a two hole hitter on this team. So, uh, and honestly, uh, I know he's getting the five million dollars a year, but the way that he's played compared to the way Kyle Farmer's played, I would almost uh, go with him. So uh, looking uh, further down the lineup, I think Tucker Barnhart's probably the most frustrating player to watch on this team this year. Yeah, well, we'll just leave him off. <laughs> you know, you I can't th- do any worse than Votto. Really. You know, I think actually, I bet his I bet his uh, career stats leading off is better than than uh, Votto's because I know he's done it in some games because I remember seeing it. I mean, you're like. Wow, Tucker, definitely not a speedster in the leadoff spot, though. You know what, though? Tucker can uh, hustle down the line. Yeah, he does hustle, but he's not very fast. And he's not very good in the leadoff spot, too, in the limited times he's done it. <laughs> 0 for 7 with a strikeout. Ouch. I mean, granted, you're not going to have very many catchers lead off. I think Bench did it a few times, too. but uh, uh, not, very, not very often. He did do it a couple times. No, but... Uh, Anyway, looking at Tucker's stats uh, from his career, probably batting eighth is where he needs to be. Uh, 269, 343 hitter, uh, batting eighth. Batting ninth, uh, 70 at-bats. My guess is most of them are this year uh, or last year, too, uh, surprisingly. Uh, I guess those were all AL games last year. Uh, But uh, overall, a uh, 241 uh, hitter, no, I'm sorry, 162 hitter, 241 with a 268 slugging percentage, hitting ninth. Don't hit him ninth, which is probably where uh, I almost said Brian Price again. David Bell is actually hitting him. Let's. I think it's the same guy, just in a different body. <laughs> yeah, or somebody. I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe neither one of them is making the lineups. Maybe it's coming from upstairs. I hope not. Yeah, well, so, yep, that's where uh, David Bell has him uh, hitting his batting ninth. The worst place to bat t- Tucker Barnhart, other than leadoff and fourth, is uh, is ninth. I mean, there's even a, at least a reasonable amount of games uh, for the uh, to get it. There's 70 games batting ninth, and he's hitting 240 or 162. Don't hit him there. Hit him eighth. He's hitting 269, 343, 395 in his career batting eighth uh this year batting eighth uh he's only done it in one game was one for four batting ninth i'm sorry batting eighth <laughs> yeah batting eighth ninth ain't working now batting seventh isn't bad either 251 330 357 but i think on this team batting eighth eight, batting eighth is where he's going to need to be uh other than that on this team uh it's pretty much until nick Sinzel comes back and then a completely different team uh, to talk about with lineups, so we're not going to do that tonight. But uh, well, when once Senzel comes back, we, we don't have to worry about Vada leading off anymore. Thank God. No, no. Senzel, let's take a look at his leadoff spots stats compared to um, to Winker, because right now I think Winker, based on what we've seen, is probably the best. Now, of course, Senzel only played 104 games last year, and. Um, so his time is going to probably be a lot limited. Uh, he played 67 games at leadoff. It's it's right up there with Winkers, 274, 340, 467. So I, I think Sinzel leading off makes sense. Uh, actually looking at where else he's hit in the lineups, uh, that's his best spot. So yeah. Winker has some room to move around. He's pretty consistent wherever in the lineup. Uh, so Sinzel, when he comes back, probably leading off. Shogo, you got to play him. 
I mean, the, I mean, he's played in 23 games, but only has 75 plate appearances this year, uh, which other than guys that have been hurt is the fewest on the team. Yeah, and, and that comes down to David Bell. When there's a lefty on the mound, he won't play Akiyama, but he'll play Winker. He'll play Votto, and they're both left-handed, yeah. and Mustakas. So I, I don't understand that. I know Akiyama did well in Japan batting against lefties. I, I don't know what he's seeing that, we're, that, he, you know, I, that we can see. I have no idea. Uh, someone should ask him, but no one ever does. Uh, looking at... Uh, Let's see, uh, looking at his left versus right so far this year. Uh, let's see, opponent, game condition, ballparks. He's not, let's see, clutch, stats, number of outs in innings, uh, ball strikes. Uh, leading off an inning, he's not good. <laughs> in limited times, he's only had 11 at-bats doing that. Um he hasn't really had the chance. No, he hasn't. Uh, he's the oh, versus left-handed hitters this year. He's had seven plate appearances, is hitting two hundred against them. Versus right-handed hitters, two twenty-six. So it, it's kind of hard to uh, actually tell. And out of the uh, left-handed starters, he's only had six plate appearances against left-handed starters, hitting five hundred. There you go. <laughs> so when he comes off the bench, because uh, I'm pretty sure anytime the left-handers come in, if David Bell can uh, can substitute for him, he has. So yeah, I, he just he needs to play. Especially he does need to play. We're paying paying him a lot of money to play. Especially right now that Sinzel's out, he should be playing pretty much every game. I understand when Sinzel's there, you have a log jam. You may want to do some matchups with some of the other guys off the bench, but other than Kyle Farmer, no one else is uh, is really uh, performing. As no, the, that's mean, an outfielder. Philip Irvin's 094. Uh, yeah. Matt Davidson's not really an outfielder, but he's a DH, and he's not doing too bad for for a second DH. 214, 290. Uh, bad off the bench. Uh, that's kind of kind of what you would expect, especially in a shortened season. Uh, Travis Jankowski, 067. Granted, very few at-bats. He's been mainly used as a pinch runner. Uh, Mark Payton, only a couple at-bats, so we'll give him a little bit of a break. But um, there's no one else uh, on the team uh, that can play outfield uh, while Sinzel is out that, that should be in there uh, over Shogo. Uh, he's, Shogo's your star. Granted, you're not getting the uh, international attention directly like you would have if it had been a, a regular season uh, where you may have some marketing people trying to push you to play him. Uh, but because uh, I'm sure that happens. I mean, baseball is a business. Well, I mean, Aristides Aquino is still out there somewhere. I'm sure he's yeah. looking at it going, what, why am I here? Yeah, Aquino <laughs> in uh, five games, nine plate appearances, hitting 250. So, um, I don't know why he's not up above some of these other guys. Philip Irvin, I think, may be out of options. That I'm not sure. But uh, looking at the bench, uh, it's kind of sad. You have and you have Farmer, uh, who's only played in 14 games this year, hitting 270, 325. I would use him more uh, at shortstop over uh, Freddie Galvis. I know Freddie Galvis is, has the big contract, but he's not performing. He's not performing to where he should be. 
And and, and and Farmer's been better defensively. I would, which, uh, you know, is a surprise to everyone but Kyle Farmer. He's like, I was a shortstop in college. I don't know why the Dodgers made me a catcher. <laughs> I don't even think he had a catcher's mitt when they told him to go play catcher. Well, I mean, if they're looking for another, besides Aquino, which they don't have another outfitter, you got Michael Lorenzen who could play some outfield. Right. He can also hit as well. I mean, the guy, he was a, he's a athlete in college. I, exactly. I mean, uh, it's it's kind of mind-boggling uh, how the lineups are doing, how, how he's structuring the lineups, how he's trying to get playing time. For a while, it seemed like he was managing like it was still a spring training game with all the substitutions late in the game. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's, he, I don't think he's really grasping the fact that this is a sixty-game season and you're running out of time. Right. I, I mean, I mean, I, I know I've mentioned this in my group. The two thousand. If you look back, at, I mean, the Reds are not too far off uh, from where they were in two thousand ten, two thousand twelve, and by sixty games, they pulled up to where I believe if they have that same record uh, this year, they'll be a playoff team. But. The 2000 teams, uh, 2010 teams started hitting right around this time, maybe a, a few games afterwards. Same thing with 2012. So if, if they don't get on a roll, it's not going to happen. And with this lineup, based on based on uh, prior experiences, prior stats, I don't think it's going to work. I, I, I'm not a baseball manager, but I, I'm – it doesn't make sense to me. You, you can see it. Votto looks lost at the plate, and that is not jo- – Joey Votto never looks lost. No, I don't think he's seen the ball well. Maybe it's his age. I don't know. Maybe his eyes checked. I, I don't know. I honestly think it's it's that he when he's batting second or third or even for the few times he's batted further down the lineup, he has an opportunity to get in the batter's box, stay in the hole if he's hitting third and watch the delivery of the pitcher. I know he studies video probably more than anyone else, but it, watching video and seeing it live in person right before you get to do it is is a completely different feeling. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, I, I've I played ball, and, and I was sitting on I, – I could tell you where a, a, a position player is going to play me as a hitter. Or I could tell you where an outfitter is going to move on the next play – I can tell you all that stuff, and that's what Votto needs to do. He needs to stand there and he needs to look at these pitchers and look at what they're pitching these other guys. Right. Well, if you're leading off, though, you just don't get a, you you don't get a, the same feel of what the pitcher's doing that day, and I I think it completely messes uh, with Joey's routine. I I Joey's not going to be the type of player that's going to say, "Look, I don't need to be hitting leadoff." He probably should, but I, I Votto's a team guy. He's He's a guy that's uh, going to go and and if if uh, if if uh, I cannot keep from saying <laughs> if uh, David Bell if I ever meet him he's going to want to punch me in the head if he ever hears this but if David Bell uh, if 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 David Bell batted Votto ninth I don't think Votto's the type of player that would. I know he would never do it publicly. I don't even think privately he would go to him and say, I don't think I can do it. I think he would go, I'm employee number 19. I'll go out and hit hit ninth and, and see what happens. But uh, And I'm not saying that Votto should hit ninth. I, I, I still think, uh, I mean, earlier in the year when he was hitting second and even third, he was seeing the ball good. He was getting, he was getting great contact. Uh, he got into some tough outs, but he wasn't striking out. And since he's been in the leadoff spot, I think he struck out more times than I did in my early dating days. Ha uh-huh. 
No, I mean, Vado started the season, he only, he only struck out like twice and maybe 12 games or something like that. Right. And lately, he's been going down a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Was, I mean, there was the COVID break, but since the COVID break, he's been hitting in the uh, leadoff spot, and he does not need to hit leadoff. Yeah. Joey Votto is not a leadoff hitter. I I, I want I almost if, – if I was the general manager of the Reds right now, I would make uh, – <sighs> I want to keep on saying thank you. <laughs> Go to a chalkboard and write that a hundred times. Joey Votto is not a leadoff hitter. So David Bell, David Bell is listening to us. Well, you know, uh, he needs to look at this lineup and go, look, Joey Votto is not a leadoff hitter. Akiyama exactly. is your leadoff hitter. Senzel or, is your leadoff hitter. Anybody but freaking Votto. Winker is a leadoff hitter. I mean, if you don't want to hit, yeah. if you want to hit Shogo further down the line, maybe that's okay. I, I don't know what he did in Japan. Japan's different. He's, he's getting used to uh, playing American baseball in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, so, uh, I mean, there's a lot of change in there for him, but you got to play him, especially when Sinzel is out. He needs to be in every day. Uh, Winker, he's, he's hitting hot, put him in the leadoff spot. Hopefully he can continue that. He has a, he has a background of hitting well in, in the leadoff spot, so it, it shouldn't be this hard, especially when the team's not uh, performing offensively. Don't keep running the same lineup out, out there every day. Earlier in the season, we were complaining because the lineup changed every day when they were kind of producing offens- offensively. And now that they're not, he's just like, I think he made a comment saying, we're not going to blow things up, we're not going to shake things up. Uh, we're going to stick with it, and this is not what you stick with. You move guys around. You may give a guy a day off uh, if needed uh, just to try to give him a, a break if, if that's what's needed for for the particular player. But um, what's going on now is not working. Hopefully they can turn it around. Hopefully uh, we don't have too many more lineup uh, discussions because next to fake trade um, – shows this is my least favorite topic because i mean honestly the lineup i mean a lot of managers use different lineups every day but uh this one it's like he's picking them to hit in their worst position ever yeah and i don't know exactly what's going to happen next you don't know if what somebody's going to get traded to trade deadline we don't know if somebody's going to come over in the trade deadline we don't know something could change in the next couple of days but right now he needs to look at this lineup and go. It ain't working. We need to fix something. Right, and and I mean you have veterans. It's not like you're working with a bunch of uh, of rookies this year that you don't know where their best fit is. Uh, it, there's a proven track record with all these guys on the team, and you can see where they work and where they don't work uh, just based off of simple splits. I know it's there's more things that go into it, matchups against pitchers, and all that, but. Uh, Again, Joey Votto is not a leadoff hitter. I think that's our our synopsis for this show. That's what we're going to be saying in our sleep. Joey Votto is not a leadoff hitter. Joey <laughs> Votto is not a leadoff hitter. And David Bell needs to see that in his mind. That, David, that he's not a leadoff hitter. David Votto is, is the two or three hitter. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so if, and if you need to move him down in the lineup for a couple of days to see if he can get a little bit of a uh, – kind of get fired up uh, down in the, lower in the uh, lineup. Not a demotion, just, you know, something I've seen that I've seen the players. I think Dusty did that with Griffey a couple of times 
uh, and got him fired back up and got back into the three hole. Did okay. I mean, it's kind of late in his career too. A lot of injuries. Similar with Votto, not as many injuries as Junior had, but uh, I mean, both top of the line players. They can hit anywhere you ask them to, except Joey Votto is not a leadoff hitter. I don't know if David Bell was looking at other managers leading off. Like I know the Braves are leading off. Robert, Robert, what's his name? Acuna. Right. He was leading off for the longest time until he got hurt, and he was doing pretty well. But he, he may be a leadoff hitter, but Joey Votto is not a leadoff hitter. I, I think that's pretty much sums everything <laughs> up. So until next time, where we'll go back and look at this week's uh, Reds baseball over the weekend. Oh wait, we forgot to give the uh, trivia question, which was the easiest trivia question in the world i'm not even gonna relook it up uh, to answer it the answer was the black Sox scandal and the uh, question of course was who did the reds play in their first world series victory and what was the scandal associated with it it was the white Sox yep and, and the black Sox scandal so until next time take care and go reds oh and you can uh reach us online at uh, at scott evans uh, it's at scott evans on air on uh twitter uh do not send it to i am scott evans that's a guy uh, that was on access hollywood not sure if he's still there or not i'm definitely not him <laughs> and uh, nick i think yours is at ncl ncl on twitter and you can see i'm on facebook and uh i'm on instagram as well all right be sure to uh if, if you find us entertaining or even if you don't be sure to like us on whatever player you're listening to us on uh follow us uh subscribe to us uh, write a review. Uh, we'd love to see that, uh, just to let us know how we're doing. And, uh, until uh, next ask time, questions, ask plenty of questions. Absolutely. We love questions. Until next time, go Reds. Go Reds.